Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckless AB to CV 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to DraftKings Network. The John Anik and Kenny Florian podcast. John Anik and Kenny Florian. I f***ing love them. I can't get enough of them. Let's hear that buzz tonight. Big jab there from Duffy and Frank Mir is hurt now. They're a couple of absolutely self-involved bullshitters. Here are your hosts, John Anik and Kenny Florian. Cody, we better start rolling, you know. So, you know, somebody said to me, they were like, hey, man, I'm a big fan of your work. I just want to let you know I am one of the Minutemen. As if to say, my loyalty (laughs) resides with Longo first. Uh, That's pretty good. It's, uh, it's he's not even kidding. You know, we're going to adjust your headroom, but it's uh, yeah, sure. it's great to have you with us. This yeah. is great. I mean, this is great. Wait, let you're me like a little Oompa Loompa, except you're not green. No, that's worse. Oh, I thought he's going to we'll get there, it. though. Believe it or not, it is episode 423 of the Anakin Florian podcast presented by yeah. DraftKings. We're live on the DraftKings network. What is this? What? I heard standing on your head is good for you. Look, he's sideways. You can also find the show on the DraftKings YouTube channel. Clips on the Anakin Florian Podcast YouTube channel. How we doing, Ray? Oh, if you are audio only today, you don't even know. No, no, no. Definitely not. Come on, Cody. I got the phone standing up right now. Well, that's better. All right, now we can actually see your whole head. You look lean. Are you particularly lean right now? I am trying to lose weight a little bit. So how have you done that? You look lean. Take the pressure off the hip. Uh, no, I just really, uh, you know, my basic workouts and just eating right. And that's it. You know, cut out sugar. Yeah. All that shit. All right. So I appreciate you being vertical right now. Can you see yourself and understand yes. that we're just seeing you yeah, in yeah, like yeah. the bottom half of the screen? So we just want to see more of you. And then there is, that's what we're looking for. How's that? 
How's that? Better, That's great. Right? Absolutely great. Your camera's better than mine. It is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. It's great to have you with us. Great to see Ray Longo repping Dana White's Contender Series. Yeah. So viewership was down on Sunday and Monday, I think, because Ray Longo was not a part of our show. Tremendous job by the general Safe Saud on Safe the Anakin Sa- Florian podcast. I listened. Safe Saud sounded great, man. Yeah. Safe Saud, Very- uh, the man and a good friend. Cody just mentioned mentioned something about fixing something in post. I'm not sure that has to be done, but it's great to see you, Raymond. Certainly, I I am joking. The viewership was up, incidentally. No, but people missed you. People <laughs> missed you earlier this week, as did I. So we're connecting uh, yeah. with you midweek. So you're back in the tri-state area. Busy weekend and a successful weekend in Las Vegas for you. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. And uh, just lucky to be back because guys' flights got canceled. They got stuck there for two extra days. So I got out late, but I got home maybe two in the morning on uh, Sunday night. So I'm still a little banged up. And then I had Weidman in the gym since Monday. So I had to be there for that. And we got him started. He looks he looks really good, man. We're having a great time. Uh, we got the ESPN cameras coming down today, documenting his horrendous, horrendous uh, injury and his comeback story. So, uh, yeah, big stuff, man. It's great to have the energy back in the gym. And a uh, great weekend for Nas. Uh, you know, he called me, told me people are bitching about fence grab. And I looked at the tape. At, literally, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm as transparent as on being as biased as possible. That had nothing to do with the fucking fight. Nothing. I, I looked, they posted his hand up there. One time Peterson slapped his hand. Like, next time he put his palm there, it was... Not even yeah. in a position yeah. to get flipped over. That, that, that's really reaching for fucking straws at this point. I was going to mess with you and start today. Be like, yeah, man, you guys got it done. I mean, you cheated, but you got it done. But <laughs> nah, you beat me to it. I came right out guns blazing. Yeah. I'm ahead of everybody. All right, so I have a lot to get to with you. So no more than a half hour ago, I actually spoke with Stefania Bell, my former colleague at ESPN. She is coming to interview you today. So make sure you're super nice to her. But I told her about our relationship and uh, I sat down with her for this E60 piece that you speak of. And for those that don't know, E60 is doing a documentary on Chris Weidman, his leg break, his ensuing return. It will be released at some point, is my understanding, after the Brad Tavares fight in August. Longo probably knows more as to Chris Weidman's fighting future beyond that date. Perhaps much will be decided in terms of the outcome of that fight, but you can't even with like a total straight face, tell me that he looks good because he looks so good, right? Like what you really want to say is that he looks like he could fight right now. He's exactly four weeks out. He looks tremendous. I mean, you could tell us, you could give us some insight skill for skill. Maybe you will, maybe you won't, but physically, if Instagram is any indication, uh, this dude is absolutely ripped and ready to go right yeah, now. A hundred percent. No, no, you kind of said it all. So I'm just, and huh. the little things. I mean, I, I'm glad I was with him the last two days. We got a great uh, workout plan today. Um, and I think even the ESPN cameras will be pleased at what they see. I mean, I really, cardio-wise, he's he's actually, he's on point. And I know, like, the things I did with him two years ago, he, he's doing better today. So uh, we'll get some sparring in Thursday mm. and Saturday. But for right now, the, the drilling and the, the conditioning and the mitt work and everything looks fantastic. So he told Ariel Helwani that he was going to throw a leg kick as his first strike to get that out of the way. Uh, how much veracity is in that statement? Do you take him at his word? Uh, I'll have to see after the sparring, but 
as far as kicking a pretty hard heavy bag, he's a hundred percent going full force. So I mean, I don't know that I, you know, like again, it's been, you know, I got home late and it's been, it's been crazy, but he's, he, he looks really good. You know? Yeah. So I, I, have we talked about, you know, the leg now it's always, I don't, there's not even time to talk, which I just kind yeah. of moving and then we just hang out and bullshit afterwards. But uh, he looks great kicking the bag. So I don't know if that's an indication, uh, but he's not shying away from that leg. That's for damn sure. And he's an absolute marauder on the ground. Like if he gets the fight there, there's no <clears throat> yeah. weight on the leg. And he's one of the best in the division, if not the best down there as far as the grappling goes. So we're very excited to have Chris Weidman back. And uh, man, I mean, that smile on Ray Longo in the gym was ear to ear. I mean, it seems like this uh, realignment in New York is uh, is making you a very happy man as well. Yeah, it's great. Look, I, look I, I've stressed this a bunch of times, man. I miss these guys that left. Yeah, Carolina Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah Carolina so Chris. Yeah. The energy he came in, guns blazing, and uh, it's been just, you know, a ball-busting great time. So for Nazim Sadikov, right? I mean, it wasn't yes. the perfect fight, obviously. His back was taken. He was challenged. You could argue maybe it is a good fight to have experienced that adversity. Yes. But what were your thoughts on uh, not the allegations from Terrence McKinney, the fight in its totality? Look, we said it before the fight. And look, I like Terrence McKinney. Seems like a nice kid. But he's got to – look, the thing with Nas was Nas, the first time he doesn't get what he wants – that's it. The fight's over. And I think it, I think I'm not the only guy saying that. So, but we, we had said this over and over again, you know, before the fight. So, you know, look, when he got his back, I mean, that was a huge chance for Terrence McKinney, but he wasn't really close to getting anything. And you could see the way Nas finished that round that it was only going to go to me in one direction. I mean, and, 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 and that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, John. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm with you, but I know you said it, but, it's a great little adversity bump in this point in his career. And I, and I love to see that stuff. He didn't right. panic, you know, before the fight, I said, you know, because I, I was with, I, I was with him for the wrestling and for all the, you know, the stand up work and the sparring, but I, I wasn't really watching his jujitsu, but I did say, did you do your bad positioning work? And he said, man, I had, you know, all the guys at Sarah's on my back. I feel good. And once he said that, and once I saw what was going on in the first round, I was very comfortable. So this 155-pound division, my colleague R.J. Clifford sort of alluded to it on social media. Let us not get it twisted. You have two guys now sort of smack dab in the middle of this thing at lightweight, at the very least in the top 25. One of them's top 15. This, yeah. is, the best, this is the best division in the UFC, right? Dominic Cruz, come at me, Right. Cody, right there with the lightweight top 15. <laughs> it's my favorite division to watch. At least I can okay, say yeah, that. that. That's different. Yeah, I think I 100%. Uh, you know, I look at the uh, like the age of the division. I mean, that division, there's a bunch of guys up there that are getting kind of old at this point, too, right? How many fights does, do they have left? So, you know, the Fergusons right. and the, even Michael Chandler's. These guys are all in great shape, but how long do they want to keep fighting? I don't know. I mean, they're all... They all have to be thirty-five to thirty-six at this point, no? So yeah, um, it should be interesting when those guys clear out. What happens? So I think we're in, we're in a good spot. Favola's in a good spot. Nas is a real strong up and comer, very super talented, super super dedicated fighter. So uh, I got two guys again that are going to be in that division. That let me say up front because it was asked already. They will never fight each other. 
as long oh, as people I'm, always I, trying to get him to fight. T- that's the first thing in the in the uh, press conference. You know, if it happens, like Aljo and Murat, would you fight each other? You know, not as long as I'm there. I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, I'm not using guys that grew up together, training together, and I'm not saying their relationship is anywhere near. Uh, you know, Algiers and Marabs because it would need more time, but it's it, right. it could head there because we've been together now for the last mm. bunch of fights. So it's unnecessary. Know. Ian Gary yeah. has a bunch of teammates in the top fifteen. You find a way to fight other guys. Yeah, it becomes unless a contr- it's a title fight and both yes. guys really yeah, yeah. need the money, and there's a circumstance where Aljo's staying at thirty five long term, and the promotion offers may rob the title fight. Only the most special of circumstances, but no, it's a it's a, a foolish conversation. And even when you look at the top fifteen at lightweight, Rafael Fazib and Armand Sarukyan, number six and number eight in the world, same manager Danny Rube, they train together. Like I know people want them to fight, but at least my informed speculation tells me those guys are not going to fight at all. So Dan Hooker had a post on. On social media and if you don't know he broke a bone in his face he broke his arm just a scratch you can get the merchandise engaged right now here's the caption from dan hangman on instagram this is the part i love when it stops being a sport when it doesn't matter who the better athlete is in this moment in the sporting contest oh in this moment the sporting contest ends and the fight begins I mean, oh, to have a guy like that. And I just want to get your thoughts on that. I mean, I'm certain you've had fighters that are more cut from that cloth and then more fighters who are the professional athlete type. Kenny and I had a conversation off the air in Vegas about fighters trying to win rounds, maybe more athlete type fighters versus finishers who maybe are more like fighters. And again, that's a very broad. Interesting, yeah. Lends into our conversation, but what yeah. are your thoughts on on Dan Hooker, everybody's new favorite fighter? Listen, the guy's the guy's a stud, and he's got a stud mentality. You know, it's almost I, I could compare that to Marab. You know, I always tell you the story where his toe came through his uh, bone came through his toe like John Jones, and he was laughing as he was hopping into the emergency room, huh. filming himself. Tired of snooty wines and their old wine culture? Confused by words like malolactic fermentation? Yeah, we are too. So with 19 Crimes, you can do the fancy schmancy tilt-sip smell routine, or don't. 19 Crimes is the rebel of wine and culture, telling the stories of rogues and rule breakers who overcame adversities. From convicts banished to Australia, to the legendary icon Snoop Dogg himself, 19 Crimes wine is defiant by nature, bold in character, and always uncompromising. 19 Crimes the official wine of UFC. Pick up in stores nationwide or online at 19crimes.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2024, Sonoma, California. Sound the trumpets, ladies and gentlemen. It is horse racing time, so saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. So right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. All you need to do, deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app, not now, but right now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code FLOW, F-L-O, only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18+, plus, 21+, plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on a first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Some guys are just fucking bonkers, man. And then he's Hook, different. And, he's a great example. Yeah, Marat. he's a great. But but Hooker in the fight to win that fight with all that, you know, the broken bone in his arm, and you're still telling. I didn't even know about the the jaw or the orbital, but just the guys, the guy. That's that's a fighter, man. That's that's the definition of a fighter. If you look back at some of the footage, you can see the head kick that. seemingly breaks his face in half and he fights through it. Yeah. Oftentimes I say like, what species am I? Right. Like how am Dan Hooker and I, right. We're both human beings and we're both Caucasian men. Right. Is that correct? (laughs) How is that even possible? Right. Like I can't even relate. You know, I hope my daughters don't watch this episode. You'd be surprised what you can How tough I am. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should try I to set a pull-up record this but week. I, but I do. I will. Look, we said it on the last podcast with that. I love those fights where, look, I go through this with my fighters all the time because this is what happens. Even I don't, I don't know if it happened with Jalen Turner, but you hit a guy with a shot like that, it could either be demoralizing or you use it to go, oh, you could take that. Oh, I got more for you, man. This, uh, there's more coming. Oh, right. I'm so glad you're happy with that, huh. you know. And that's the type of philosophy I try to teach my guys. Please do not get frustrated. There are guys out there that are going to eat your best shot and just look at you and laugh. And if that demoralizes, you're going to be in trouble. So you have to, you know, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change type of mentality. And that's what I, that's what I believe happened. He yeah. hits that guy with a shot that nine out of ten times ends the fight. And then the guy's still in his face. Yeah. And now what? What do I have to do, John? What do I have to do to get rid of this guy? I just booted yeah. him in the head. He's still right. coming. I don't know. Does that yeah. zap you? Does that break you mentally a little bit? Could. Yeah. All right. I have a few other things with uh, one of the guys in the mix for coach of the year. I mean, you know, I'm never going to give you my coach of the year here on yeah. the Anakin Florian podcast. Right. Ken Flo loves giving you that fucking award. You know, you're never getting it from <laughs> me. Never getting it from me. So, but it is amazing your run of success. And when I was talking to Stefania Bell today, I do believe one of the things she is going to ask you today, this can be your little pre-interview, is Thank just you. to what do you attribute the team's success? And oftentimes you're asked this question. And so as I was thinking about our one-on-one conversation today, and hopefully people are enjoying the extended Ray Longo minute, all the fucking minute men, okay, this is for you. Yeah, guys. You keep things very tight to the vest, especially here on the show. And we have fun with it as almost a radio comedic bit. But my question is the media mogul that you are when you're doing all these other interviews that I'm not ingesting, just kidding. I do watch some of them, (laughs) but when you're doing all these other interviews, I'm just breaking your stumps. It's all good. When you're doing all these other interviews, are you a little bit more revealing? Because it is amazing. As soon as we talk, like we bring up Weidman, you you're unwilling to to give up a lot of detail. And I don't know if that is, has always been by design, but when I think about your overall greatness, I don't think enough about how tight lipped you are. I can get a lot more out of some of these other coaches. Safe Saud went off a few days ago. <laughs> oh, well, Safe Saud went off. I'll just go no, and throw no, no, everything no, no, out no. on the table. Hey, oh. no, no, no. You, I mean, obviously you are somebody who walks right up to that line and crosses it at times. Yeah. But when it comes to your athletes, right? 
you would never have gone on the offensive, right? Like Ian Gary is wearing a shirt, a t-shirt with Jeff Neal's mugshot on it, right? Yeah. And the general safe Saud right. engaged in that conversation. Now you would not only be reluctant to do that, um, but you don't give us a lot on your athletes. I, I'm just having fun with you, but I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. No, that- no, but that's, you're, you're good. You're good with that. First of all, I don't need to do that because I have Sarah as my pit bull. That's he's, right. I, I, that's I right. know he's coming with it. So, you know, I, I'm going to say back in the day, it was both of us. I think I've learned to calm down and like, what, what, what good does that do? It's, it's, it's not smoke and mirrors, man. You got to put the work in, you have to have the talent. And, uh, but that's really it. I mean, if something like that's going to distract you or motivate you, all right. But I don't, I don't think it should. I think your motivation should always be to win no matter what. Like Aljo would always say that. So I insulted the guy. He's going to hit me harder now. We're in a right. fucking fist well, right, fight. Like right, right. what's going to happen? Oh, is, is Jeff Neal? Oh, now he's mad. So he's really going to fight me. He wasn't really going to fight me before the bullseye on my shirt. He was just going to come in and play with me. What's the fucking difference? Well, right. Sources of motivation can be interesting. Right. Certainly, but it has to uh, come from Yeah, I mean, Alessandre Pantoja tried to sort of upstage Brandon Moreno's moment when Moreno regained the title. And then, you know, Pantoja went out and beat him. So I'm sure that helped Moreno on some training days that he really wanted to beat Pantoja. But at the end of the day, he didn't necessarily get it done. I see Drew Dober, who's a recent father and recent guest on the Anakin Florian podcast, writing like Daddy Dober needs a fight, right? And Dan Ige, other guys have learned the lesson, right? Maybe trying to channel too much from becoming a father, right? Like Sean O'Malley said he had all the championship motivation in the world. He certainly didn't need a child to have any extra source of motivation, (laughs) right? I I can't disagree with that. Yeah, you you like that. But there there are individuals out there where it does mean something. Look, it's an individual by individual basis. That's it. And my job on it, as a coach is to know when to feed into it, when not to feed into it, who to feed it into, who not to feed, who doesn't care, who, if I say that, will tell me I'm a fucking idiot. If I say, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to know your guy and you have to know which way to push him. So look, the things you're never going to see are the things that are in the gym that are being said and all that stuff. But, uh, wait, how I'll be as revealing as you want. What do you want me to reveal? Well, No, that's what I want to get to No, Well, you're almost like Bill Belichick, right? Like we're on to Cincinnati. I'm not really going to give you very much because there's no upside for you to come on here and be like, John, I got to tell you, man, like, if Wyman had to fight this weekend, he looks like he's in the shape of his life. There's no yeah. upside, right? Brad Tavares could be listening. God love yeah. BT, right? No, it doesn't matter. So, I'm, not, I'm not bullshit. But no, but oftentimes when I ask you about your athletes, you smile. And if you were hooked up to some sort of machine, <laughs> there's some sort of behavioral tell <laughs> from you not, that you don't. Not. All right. So yeah. talk to me then. I mean, yeah. Wyman looks to be in great shape. Like yeah. I asked Robert Whitaker recently, dude, am yeah. I reading too much into your Instagram photos? And he said, no. I'm in the best shape of my life. I cut milk out from my coffee. That's why I look more shredded. I mean, Weidman looks outstanding, Raymond. What yeah, do you okay. have for us? He's working his ass off. That's I mean, that's the that's the only way you get to look like that. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. No, if that's not rocket science, is it? And I can tell no, you no. by what I did with him in the last couple of days, it was great to see him. Even though we talk on the phone, it's it's good to have him in house. And I'm sure he's out to prove to me that no matter what I do with him. These next couple, he can't, I can't break him. Right, that's who he is. That's why he's back. That's why he, he had the horrendous injury, and he's coming back, and he won't take no for an answer. You know, win, lose, or draw, he's going in there. He probably will throw the kick if that's what he said. I, my my advice probably wouldn't be to you know ha. at this stage of the game to throw it. You know, but 
he by, by what I'm looking at in the gym. Yeah, I mean, I really have to talk to him about the injury and where, you know, exactly, you know, is it a bionic leg at this point? I don't know. So Yeah, there's got to be something in there. But, John, the, the point, like, even with, like, coach of the year and stuff, all that matters is I think I'm the coach of the year, whether I say it or not. I yeah. just yeah, – Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the whole thing is I'm so grateful for literally everything I have. It's definitely not bullshit, like everything. Um, that it, the, the first rule for me about good coaching, it's not about me. That's the first. It's just not. If it if it if I wanted to be about me, I'd be the guy fighting, but I'm not. And those guys deserve all the credit. And I by talking about me, I think I'm taken away from anything that these guys do. And I would never want to do that because I respect fighting and what these guys go through and all the surgeries they go through. What the fuck does it have to do? I mean, I'm glad I'm there to you know steer them in the right direction if that's what it is, or make them feel better before the fight, or they know that. You know, like me and Sarah have their back and that's, you know, that's the type of team we are. It's, you know, all for one and one for all. And that's it, man. That's that's the way I do things, you know. And, and some people think maybe I'm not technical. I, I'm super technical with, with, with the stand up. But, you know, sometimes uh, it's it's better to be a little more entertaining, I think, for the fans and to, you know, get into uh, all of that stuff. That's why I love I love Kenny. I love bouncing off of Kenny because he gets me going. Because he starts, you know, yeah. breaking stuff down, and I'll always come in. Like, let me simplify. You know, just the thing with the Dan Hooker fight. He was tougher. That's it. That's the hundred percent. We, we could talk about technique all day long. You know, or he had his hand down. That's why he got kicked in the head. I'm out. Yeah. But he was tougher. That's the fucking bottom line on that fight. Yeah. And Jalen Turner is a great guy. And I, like I said this, and I'll say it again. Three years from now, he'll be ahead of where Dan Hooker is, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Because he does have the talent. These are growing fights. If he's around the right people, there was no, definitely no shame in that fight. But that's what happened. He has to learn how to manage his emotions. And if you get a guy hurt, you just enjoy the shit out of keep hurting him. You know what I mean? You know, we don't fall apart or we don't yeah. acquiesce to anything. And yeah. you make sure the guy's in the right shape where he could do that. And that's, yeah. you know, that's to be, that would be my approach. I, you know. His uh his social media posts backed up everything you said on the podcast, and that's why you're uh, the best. And it is interesting. You've never made it about yourself. Your athletes perpetually put you over, right? I mean, yeah, they couldn't time. wait to buy your merchandise. It was yeah. unbelievable, right? Yeah. To see your athletes. We put up Longo merchandise, and like we sell out because it's like Ally Quinta and Matt fucking Frivola buying all of the Ray Longo merchandise. They have a lot of love for you. I do yeah. think it's interesting – because financially for a lot of these coaches, right, if you can produce a UFC champion, it can really help support your UFC family. And uh, I know it's hard in an era where for a coach, you can develop a brand and to whatever degree, make it about you and it can actually help your well, family. You know, it's a fine line, even for me. Right. Yeah. I know, But we're doing that, though. I mean, but it has to be organic, I think. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's the only thing. You know, it's it. Look. It's it's like even like when I'm sometimes I'm talking, I love money, but I'm just not going to make a fucking buffoon out of myself to get it. You know what I right, mean? Like, right, right. It's got to be it's just got to be. Right. Look, it's my way. It's really that's it. If it, it's been working and that's it, you know, I'm not the yeah. richest guy in the world, but I don't even know if I have to work anymore. Really. That's I just amazing. love doing what I'm doing. You know, I love you. Hey, so if I had to guess and you're far more on the inside lane than me. I would suggest, and this was part of, I think, what we talked about on E60, that Chris Wyman isn't coming back to prove a point on August 19th 
and change the finishing note as much as he is trying to come back and see how far he can actually take this thing. Yes. So where do you stand on that as far as how primal he is right now, how close to his fighting prime he is? And uh, I guess it's a hard question, but it's probably yeah. one that they're going to ask you later today. Certainly, you don't want to finish on that note from April of 2021. But I right. think he's far more leaning towards two plus fights coming back than he is just a one off against Brad Tavares to uh, to prove that he can come back and, and not break his leg again. Yeah, he's 100 uh, percent locked in on two fights plus. I could tell you good. that just from the bantering in the gym and the screaming back and forth. You know, it's all good. It's all good. But to me as a coach, this is a this isn't an easy fight, but it's a 100 percent a fair fight. And uh, there's going to be a lot, you know, a lot riding on this fight to me as a coach. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But he, I can tell you in his head, he's, he does, you know, there's a lot of good matchups for him because of the wrestling. And I think he wants to get to him. So, yeah, you know, we'll see what no, happens. Chris, if you're listening, you got to wrestle, but you already know that. You're a great striker. Yeah. So Anthony Lionheart Smith and others have suggested Chris Weidman is the best fighter that they've ever trained with. And people have wondered aloud, man, how does this guy ever lose in MMA? Matt Serra used to talk about his ability to just incorporate jujitsu knowledge into his game, you know, like fucking that. Um, yeah. Is he the best fighter pound for pound that you've ever coached? He's, I'll tell you what, man, as far as like, uh, alpha mailing people and <laughs> type yeah. of shit. He's he's I'll say that. He's a he's the biggest motherfucker I've ever trained. For sure. Sorry, I'm looking up the betting line right now. That's why yeah. I don't have my I, I, you know it's funny that you mentioned Anthony Smith. I saw him at the weigh-ins and he said, you know, Weidman called him asked him to train. He told I, I'm, I'm probably paraphrased, I'll make a joke at but he basically told him to go fuck himself. Huh. I, go, yeah. I go, Anthony, that's the right move. I I can tell you like when I'm talking to him last week Anybody you put in front of me, I'm going to kill. This is what he's telling me on the phone. I go, you just suck. That's you know, you're just a motherfucker, man. Yeah. So I got to get the old Weidman back. I don't. I this fight to me has nothing to do with technique. It's all mentality. This yeah. is if I could get that mentality back, he's going to beat it. Because like Anthony Smith said, I, he's told me again, and I think you've. He's even told you. He goes, I don't know how the guy's lost a fight. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. So when he's telling me that. I my brain shifts into a different gear. That's I, I the agree. shit our audio guy Will yeah. Berger is gonna cut up, right? Yeah. Oh, he looks good, right? You see what I'm saying though? You peel back the curtain a little bit right yeah. there. And I don't know if that makes sense for you, right? Like I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. If you're Bill Belichick, I don't wanna necessarily reveal how primal he is in the gym, right? Yeah, it's cool and it doesn't you know, Brad Tavares isn't gonna be motivated by that necessarily, but less is more, right? Like yeah. why in most walks of life, sports television and probably most fields, less yeah. is more, right? So yeah. obviously this is a format to inform and entertain, ideally. You know, yeah, I don't so know how 100%. much informing I do, yeah. right? So you telling us that he's ready to fucking kill a man and beat Israel Adesanya right now is what we're looking for here on the show. You know? Well, yeah, no, he's saying he's going to beat anybody I think is good in the gym <laughs> just to prove that he hasn't been there in a while. Oh, ah, okay. He, well, that's, that's even that's oh, even not, better. Not, I like not, that. Not 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 in the, no, not in the I mean, that again in the octagon, that's normal. You don't have to say it, but to say it to you know, you come into the gym with total destruction. <laughs> destruction. I think is I think it's hysterical. So I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but 
Well, well, he's going to get tortured today, so we'll see how he does. But uh, it's all it's all fun. I love the guy, and look, you know, uh, sometimes the hardest things you go through in life. I think somebody said that, but the hardest things you go through in life produce the greatest moments, and that's really what I'm wishing for the guy. They, this thing was rough, man. Anybody that looked at him, you know. Plus, I have to sit there and listen to him tell me how when he broke his leg, I left him in the ring, and I went to the bar, you know. So. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go to the hospital. Where do I go? It was COVID. Then we went through another thing. I call him right away. I talk to the guy for a half hour, and he's telling Tom Lane and his wife that I, he's upset because I haven't called him. So Tom Lane calls me. We talk, I just talked to the guy three days ago for an hour. He was so drugged up. He had no clue. Oh. So this is the type of shit in the gym that goes on constantly, literally constantly. So basically, I left him for dead which isn't true. All right. Before we let you fly and we appreciate your time uh, midweek, who do you have going this weekend? You got anything? You got always got something going on, right? Your poor wife. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm going to, she'll, she'll start coming to the fights with me, but, uh, or maybe, maybe she likes the fact that you're gone a lot. I don't know. It could go both ways. I, I, I hope she does because then she's very happy because I'm always gone. Do you know the uh, answer? Let me, let let me bring down, bring up one other thing while I was in Vegas. I thank God I saw Aljo spar a bunch of times. He looks really fucking good. So everybody's for me is uh, that was such a great trip for me with the win with Nas winning and getting to watch Aljo at the PI. Saw about at least ten rounds, I think. Um, he's looking good. He's in a good spot, you know. So the camaraderie with the whole team is back, and everybody knows what they have to do. And I'm super excited for everybody. Aljo's a huge favorite. Is he a huge favorite? Well, it depends how you quantify, Uh, qualify huge, minus 255 against Sean O'Malley. That's a huge price as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Wow. Where's the Weidman line at? I just looked for it on DraftKings Sportsbook. As yet, we do not have a betting line, so I'm sure Johnny Avello and the folks will uh, turn one around for you. I'd imagine it'll be uh, Chris Weidman be about minus 140 or so would be my guess, but you just never know. You just yeah. never know. It's but, a hard thing to come back from. I mean, Conor McGregor has been absorbing a lot of bullets. Some of those have been, uh, you know, self-inflicted wounds. But let us not forget how difficult this is to come back from, right? Some people said no that Conor had a Brazilian flag mouthpiece going into that Poirier fight because he was going to call out Charles Oliveira after the fact, right? And I think that just speaks to that he was going to try to be in an active competition cycle and his leg prevented him from doing that. So uh, I'm really excited. I, I would think there's going to be a lot of emotion for one Ray Longo on August 18th, 19th. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how the hell I'm making it through that, but it's going to be, it's going to be a great night. And uh, wait, let me just be, recap a couple of things. Cause we have coming up. I don't, I'm not even sure of the dates, but we have James Gonzalez fighting James Gallagher and Bellator. And then the week, I think the, couple of days after that we have uh pompos uh fighting in the contender series on tuesday night then i fly back go right to boston for the big fight and i hope that i leave out anybody oh yeah we have and damian nelson's fighting on the 18th the night before in the pfl so we got some big fights and we're looking to get pull me on this on a card in tennessee the night before the uh that ufc card so uh he came out of retirement he, I tell you what, uh, uh, yeah, he came out of retirement. This All was, right. you know, they, but I think go was, he still has, doesn't have an opponent, and I thought he did have an opponent. So 
I don't know if anybody's going to fight him on short notice, but he's been terrorizing people in the gym. Super happy to have that energy back in the gym. That kid's just lights up the room when he walks in. And, you know, look, as a coach, I need all those guys to bring me yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I miss guys, you know, and it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's all good. So, yeah, I, I think I covered everything. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Let us know. I'm sure Steve Lee will let us know. Yeah. Damian um, Nelson was uh, the football player at Gettysburg College uh, whose final exam I cheated on in biology. He gave me the multiple <laughs> choice answers. That and that's how awesome. we got through. All right. Well, uh, we're looking at maybe a Sunday late afternoon between 4 to 6 p.m. window uh, for our UFC 291 preview. So uh, I don't know how that jives with your schedule, but. That's perfect. But 291, right. yeah, yeah, perfect. We're talking like three or four days from now this Sunday. Maybe we'll grab yeah. you like 420. Grab a blunt. Grab a backwood. Hollow it out. Put some lettuce in there, and we'll see you at 420 p.m. Eastern awesome. on Sunday. Hey, hey before thanks. I let you go. Yeah. When was your last haircut? Man, it was really – it was it was close. It was a couple of Yeah, it was recently. Ago. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. that's not that recent. So yeah. did you tip her? A couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Why is this so funny? You think it's like a joke for that. the podcast? I think it's a joke for the podcast. I'm a first off, I'm a huge tipper, so I don't want to even get in that category. I'm. I just. I'm just asking the questions, right? I no, mean, I just, just. You know why? Because she comes to the gym. I mean, it's just we're in and out fast. I understand. I, I promise, I'm going to tip. I don't. I don't even think about it because we start bullshit and that's it. We're all right. Off. Well, just you know, keep it short, right? Especially with all these big primetime television things coming up like we certainly want it high and tight in advance of august 19th and if you're going to the contender series you don't want to be in a situation and there are plenty of barbers in las vegas but you don't want to be in a situation where come monday of that week you're leaving for the contender series this is ufc 292 fight week and your lettuce is every which way but sideways as tangled as your fucking headphones i love it man you are good with words man thank you, you. are good hey Love you. We'll uh, we'll talk this Sunday, and uh, you know, keep knocking them down, dude. You know that shh emoji, right? Just just keep knocking them down. The greatest of all time. Right awesome, man. You guys are the best. Not you guys. You're the best. Where's Kenny I'm today? Out. I missed him. Kenny's on vacation. Kenny's. Oh, wow. uh, we should take our cues from Kenny Florian. You know, so uh, he's living large, isn't he? I'll tell him that. Uh, I'll yeah. tell him that. Yeah, he's got a 40, 50 foot swing in his backyard in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, he's doing okay. <laughs> And a roller coaster. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, have a great day and a better evening. We will talk right, to you thanks, uh, Sunday night. I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you Sunday. All right. There he is. Ray Longo Minute here on the Anakin Florian Podcast. We will be back this Sunday, July 23rd. Nomar Garcia Parra's birthday. Nomar's off to my left. There he is. Fixing his fucking batting gloves, number five. All these other guys wearing number five after Nomar. They just hand it out like it's candy. You know, Rocco Baldelli here. You could wear five. Yeah, how about you put number five on the fucking rafters, Red Sox? How about that? How about that? We'll be back with you Sunday to get you ready for UFC 291, Poirier versus Gaethje 2. As of this taping midweek, it seems as though the fight between Alex Pereira and Jan Bojovic is not going to be of the championship variety, and I think that's good. That's the way it should stay. We'll see what happens with Yuri Prohaska. But thanks for... Uh, 
for indulging us today. And thanks to Ray Longo for uh, fitting us in. Obviously, he was, he was traveling earlier in the week. And uh, Sunday, getting a full preview. I think it's eight predictions from the fellas on UFC 291. And uh, we'll recap everything that happens uh, in London with uh, with Tommy Aspinall and everybody else. Thanks to our producer, Cody Merrill. Thanks to Ray Longo. Uh, for Ken Flom, John Anik, we'll talk to you uh, on Sunday or early Monday. Until then, yo fucking later. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckless AB to CV 2024, Proximo, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly.